All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is your man, L. Jamal, coming through with another edition of Never Out of Bounds. This is the place where your Second Amendment is protected as long as you got them facts. Now, I know I said I'd be here Sunday morning, uh, but bear with me. My work schedule does fluctuate, so bear with me. So does my energy level. But I am here for y'all Tuesday morning. What is going on? Uh, we do have some news to get to, so let's get right into it with the word on the street. And as you all know, the government shutdown is, is yes, it's still going on. Federal employees are still not getting paid. I think the total number is up to about 800,000. Uh, that includes government officials, TSA members, so on and so forth. TSA members, I don't know if I uh, reported this just yet, uh, but they've been calling out at an alarming number, uh, almost to the point where, uh, well, for one, it it's slowing down times at the terminals and not only that terminals are shutting down at miami and also in houston a couple terminals shut down and i think in a couple other places as well but uh definitely affecting all you know different types of workers is you know coming down the pike now it's been the long this has been the longest shutdown in recorded history there it seems to be no end in sight and trump you know with his ego does not seem to care uh he recently had the national championship winning football team the the, the uh, clemson tigers excuse me uh come through town and he uh he bankrolled the whole you know the whole I guess you can call it a buffet, uh, McDonald's buffet, and it's just a sign of the times. You know, usually these these things will be catered uh, in really festive events. Uh, Super Bowl winners are you know generally celebrated, and you know national championship winners. You know, certain you know champ you know just champions in general, and it's usually a, a a will to affair. But just as a sign of the times, you know, with the shutdown, even that is changing up. And uh, as you can see, tr uh, Trump is very cheap because he went ahead and got the cheapest food out there. You know, there's the national championship football team. We're talking quality athletes here. He decides to feed them garbage, but that's not the biggest of the news. That's not the most important news. Uh, but uh, the big. The real issue here is, especially with Trump, is the Robert Mueller investigation will be allowed to continue. Uh, the acting, um, excuse me, the acting attorney general, William Barr, has decided to, you know, basically allow that to continue. Uh, he's basically quoted as saying, I'm paraphrasing now, uh, that that is as basically it's essential for that to basically, you know, finish itself out and uh wrap up and and that the findings need to be reported pretty much and uh from what we already know now i will be going deeper into this a little bit later uh not today but uh this week uh he will uh well trump is implicated in a lot of different stuff and is dealing with with the russians now mind you his whole campaign was i'm gonna lock hillary up i'm gonna lock obama up i'm gonna lock excuse me i'm gonna lock all these different democrats up but it seems to me that everybody involved with him and i've, I've said this a couple times everybody involved with him see are, are seeming to be the ones that are being locked up maybe he's next maybe he gets impeached uh there is this all talk about civil war i don't i don't think we're as an american people we're savvy enough for all that just yet if anything it'll just be a twitter and, and facebook war and, and and you know some some little acts of violence but nobody needs that nobody's interested in that right now we're kardashian out and we're reality tv'd out and footballed out they really care about that type of stuff i feel so because any you know because just with the way that you know things have gone on 
in general. I mean, outside of the Facebook rage and we've seen what's what's recently happened with R. Kelly and you know, I'm not even gonna get any any, any deeper into that other than just how social media and media in general plays a tool and all that. So and who they wanna attack anyway, because not only did they go not only did you go after R. Kelly, you seem to, you know, miss out on Drake. And uh I will get into the I will get into that deeper though. Uh, at some point as well, not R. Kelly, but I will go into that Drake situation and why I feel there's some hypocrisy with that as well. But you know, you can just see with you know where social media is at, where that where almost the the mindset is at with the majority with the mob. It's it's with petty shit. It's with R. Kelly shit. It's with mute R. Kelly. Uh, we're not necessarily paying attention to what's going on. Uh, with this uh, this holdout, with this standoff uh, in Washington right now, and it's having a trickle down effect, believe it or not. Uh, I'm gonna segue into this into this story coming out from LA. Now, yesterday, 30,000 LA public school teachers uh, had had well, basically, they started the largest school strike in the country. This is the first in 30. It was the first in 30 years for LA. Now, teachers are demanding higher pay, smaller class sizes, and more support staff. This makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense because, of course, uh, now, mind you, a teacher's salary in L.A., at least a 10-year teacher, somebody that's been there for a while, it can go up to 71K. Now, that might seem a lot on the surface. Now, mind you, an entry-level teacher is getting paid 44000 and that might seem significant, especially when you count in, I guess, the fact that they went to school, they've been educated uh, and all that. But remember, they're in Southern California where rent is high as we don't you, you, god knows what we already know 70k is is below the poverty line isn't i mean if we're in northern california it's 100k that's below the poverty line so that makes perfect sense um now also smaller class sizes i even knew that i even have seen this myself uh in this state as well um even in the private schools now you'll have a classroom with with 32 plus kids and one teacher that shit is crazy that's not that's not an effective situation you don't have you don't have a ta you don't have any tas like you, the most the, i mean the only time i remember ever seeing a ta was in high school and that wasn't until about junior and senior year so i think it's ridiculous what they what they expect and what they demand from these teachers um so I definitely see them there. Uh, now, negotiations have already stopped, and these protests will go on for weeks uh, and or, or on or even for months. Uh, now, uh, they've been they've been trying to reach a deal for months, but this hasn't. Like I said, nothing has fallen through. Now, this is a quote here that I got from Gavin Newsom, and you know what? I I voted for the dude, mind you, but. <laughs> You know, this is a, this is a, I'm sorry, this quote to me is troubling. Um, and this is, I think, a, a problem uh, with, you know, government on both sides. Because here you see this this guy you call a quote-unquote liberal. But um, let, me, let me just get to this quote. This impasse is disrupting the lives of many, uh, this is, I'm sorry, this impasse is disrupting the lives of many kids and their, uh, of many kids. I strongly urged all parties uh, to go back to the negotiating table and find an immediate path forward that puts kids back in the classrooms and provides parents certainty. Now, sure, you want to go back to the drawing board. You don't want to see any protests. You want to go have teachers get back to work. But 
okay, Mr. Gavin Newsom, can you do something about the cost of living? What about the cost of, uh, what about, uh, yeah, how about we start there? I mean, because that's, you know, generally what the problem is. And that's not something, you know, the the union or the or or even the school, the school board, the the, the school district has any has any problem has any uh, jurisdiction over. We got we have uh, t there's teachers out there that have to travel in excess of an hour just to get to work because they can't afford to live near their schools. That's an issue, Gavin Newsom. Your quote. And how you really feel does not address the issue. I feel you're you're glossing over it by 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 um, by focusing on the fact that there's a protest. It looks bad. That's what you're worried about. You're worried about how it looks. I think we need to be more worried about what are these teachers really getting paid, and is it worth what they have to what 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 their the conditions are. They're 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 in classes with up to forty kids, and they're just by themselves. They have to travel at least an hour to get to work. They cannot afford the cost of living in a lot of these areas, and that's not just in Southern California. That's throughout the entire state. I think you should figure that out, Mister Gavin Newsom. Instead of trying to you know be mad about the protests and and try to disquell that, I think you should get to the drawing board on really helping. Uh, helping Californians instead of being mad about them voicing their opinions about their lack of of resource to be able to take care of themselves, and I think it's a, I think it's a shame that people who work in certain industries do cannot make a living wage in this state, and I think you need to figure that out, sir. You need to do that instead of telling people to give. But I think you need to go to the drawing board and come up with something that that helps people eat in this state. Because you not you and your Democratic buddies, just like the rest of the Republicans that ever got elected in the state, don't really seem to care about making sure everybody eats, and we and we have seen the results of that. Whether whether it's a, a, a an assemblyman, whether it's uh, and that just goes for both parties. Whether it's an assemblyman, whether it's been a governor, whether it's been our state representatives, what has what has been done by either side? If if our school if our school teachers can't afford to eat, really, what's being done? If our service industry people cannot afford to feed themselves or adequately find work, if people with decent amounts of working experience cannot find work, people with degrees cannot get work and afford to live here, there's a problem, Gavin. It's not it's not the fact that they're protesting. It's not the fact that oh, kids might miss school for a couple of days, which sucks. But we're uh, but but I'll tell you this. The, the L.A. school district is one of the worst in the nation on top of that. The majority of the kids there are black and Latino and and they're in low income communities. And they're poorly rated schools. So we have a lot of different problems we need to be addressing. So not just teachers need to be getting paid, but the quality of education obviously needs to be uh addressed as well mr gavin newsom and telling people well don't argue don't well no i they do need to get paid because they need to be able to live out there or maybe you need to lower the cost of living something needs to get maybe y'all need to raise raise the minimum wage even more maybe 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 we need to have a wage that reflects the cost of living out here i'm just saying maybe that should be our base salary mr gavin newsom i think we should propose that Instead of just having people out, ass uh, looking out, I mean out here, out here ass out. I'm just saying, I, I, 
there's I'm sorry. Now believe me, if you have a skilled trade, I'm not saying that people with skilled skilled and degrees, you know, skilled training and degrees shouldn't get paid a little bit more. I'm just if you're if you're 28 years old, 29, 30 years old, I don't care if you're flipping burgers or driving a bus. If you, you should be able to afford at least a one bedroom apartment or a studio anywhere at any time or you're wait. I'm, t- I'm sorry. Then we're wasting our time working for you guys. That's how, and, and, and we already see how y'all dogging the, the federal employees. Look, peep how they dogging the federal employees, y'all. Yeah, wait on that. I, don't hold your breath on that WW2. Oh, I'm sorry, the W2. Excuse me, I'm talking about World War II. I just meant the taxes. D- don't hold your breath on that W2, y'all. You see, you see how they dogging the federal employees. They dogging the teachers, too. Hmm, just saying. Yeah, well, uh, Mr. Gavin... Look, I think they'll go back. To, I think they're willing to negotiate once they're given a, a living wage. And I think that goes for all of us. Sorry, Mr. Gavin. I'm not going to ride with just being cool and being just, oh, let's go. No, no, let's let's you, you can you can you can eat. Right. Why can't we eat? We're not eating, Mr. Gavin. So I'm not interested in just well, just taking whatever is given to me. So this is why I made this this uh this podcast here because yeah yeah Gavin right yeah all right yeah just working right Gavin let's just let's just go out there and and do our best give it our best shot right Gavin okay yeah you know how much rent is out here Gavin have you have you looked online Gavin we can look at apartments.com we should sit down together Gavin I invite you. Mr. Gavin Newsom, I would like to sit down and look at property values with you online. Okay, let's look at apartment.com together, and we can and we can and we can look at people's salary. We can start, and we can bring a couple friends of mine, and we can all look at our salaries and look at and look at see. Let's let's see what we can actually get in this state. I'm telling you, yeah, you. I think it'll 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 blow your mind. I'm just saying. You think that fifteen dollars is really saying something? Okay. Let's let's look at apartment.com and see what fifteen dollars and not fifteen bucks an hour gets us, Gavin. Let's see what forty four K for entry level teachers in LA gets gets uh gets somebody, Gavin. Come on now. With that with that, come on. With that with that with that real estate, Gavin? Really? Really? Are you that out of touch? Really, dog? Yeah, I'm calling I'm calling out I'm calling out I'm calling you out, bro. Yep. I'm call and I'm calling out that the liberal this this new age liberal mindset. I I'm not in. A, I'm not. I'm not feeling a state where they want you to pay a gas tax already. People vote for a gas tax when you already pay the most for gas in the entire state. That's dumb. People decide to vote against affordable housing for everybody in the state. I'm sorry. That's dumb. That's too liberal for me. I'm sorry. I, I don't care about none of the social progress if people can't afford to live. That I'm cool. I'm gonna take a break. I'm getting I'm going off the deep end right now. I I yeah. I'm gonna take a break. I'll come back. We're gonna talk some some playoffs, please. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna get my mind off of this for right now. But I'll be back. <laughs> Alright, y'all. I'm back. Before I get into, you know, this these playoffs real quick, you know, again, this is why I reiterate that I've become more moderate. Cause I've gotten older. Now I get it, you know. 
there's there's many things we we have seen on the surface from both of these parties, both of these ideologies. But um, what I'm starting to see is there's murky gray areas. So it's as it's as it behooves us, especially my 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 men men in general, uh, because there's so much that we put on ourselves as we're supposed to be leaders, as opposed to be the dominating force in society. We need to be. Um, I, I don't want to say the word, maybe, maybe altruistic is the right word, but mature and even keel and just doing our homework when it comes to, um, when it comes down to voting and who, to who we represent and what we, the ideologies we want to live by. Cause remember, we're supposed to be raising families, right? We're supposed to be having wives, right? Um, women, same thing. You're supposed to be, uh, garnering that attention from, uh, a husband, or maybe you just want to be independent and do your own thing. But at the same time, you still have to have some type of, um, I feel you have to have, when it comes down to, to dip, breaking down these politics, you have to have some type of, uh, balance. And, um, again, those comments bothered me, uh, they bothered me, you know, from the point of, well, my grandmother, who recently passed, was a teacher for a long time, and um, I have a lot of respect for that profession, and knowing how, you know, what's going on with, you know, federal employees on top of that, and seeing what's going on uh, to to teachers in a big city, popular city like L.A., it just goes to show you that, at the end of the day, the workers, the taxpayers, the ones that got to go out every day and, um, you know, work, they're being uh, manipulated and, and taken advantage of. And, and I, I think that's the issue. And uh, Gavin Newsom and I'm starting to see uh, Jerry Brown uh, in this state, at least, have um, done a lot to overlook that. Uh, they might have preached it on the surface and preached social justice and uh, preached all that hokey dokey stuff but uh never really got anything done really and uh and that's and that's a shame because it reflects back on our community my community the black community because uh i feel whether it's been the democratic party or whether we want to say it's now trump and his new ideology his new way of empowering certain people to me it's the same thing you're looking towards somebody outside of you to change your problem. And um, that's not how this works. That's not how the society changes. And um, that's what I'm starting to see as well. So uh, when I preach pro-black, it's not to put down any other race. It's more to call upon my people to be more self-reliant, more self-sufficient, uh, like I am striving to do, like I'm trying, like I'm learning to do every day of my life. I have not mastered it myself, uh, but I would like to be like, I would like to be more in charge and more empowered. And if it takes me starting my own business, starting my own podcast, uh, striking out on my own, then that's what I have to do. Because I think truly to get respect in this world and truly to get uh, really what you desire, I think you're going to have to have a little bit more ambition than just uh, standing by and being told what to do all the time. And whether it be the media or anybody else. So 
With that being said, let's get right into these playoffs. Of course, um, this weekend brought us a ton of action. Uh, let's go over Sunday's. Uh, let's go over Sunday's games. We already talked about uh, uh, Saturday, so we're gonna we're gonna go over Sunday's action, and then we're gonna preview uh, what we got coming up this weekend. Uh, so. Uh, for one, let's start off with uh, the Chargers and the Patriots. Now, this one, uh, this one took me by surprise. I definitely had the Chargers winning this one, uh, but the final score here is the uh, forty-one to twenty-eight. Of course, the Patriots cruise to that easy victory. Let's go over these stats real quick. Phillip Rivers did not do uh, that bad. Uh, twenty-five of thirty-one, three hundred thirty-one yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. However, mind you, a lot of that, a lot of those yardage and those touchdowns came when they were already behind. So, you know, pretty much garbage time when the game was pretty much out of hand uh melvin gordon also ran for a touchdown but only had 15 yards on the ground so as you can see virtually no balance and again that's not going to get you anywhere i don't care uh what they say about this being a pass happy league this being a league where you can just throw the ball around it doesn't work that way it's not going to ever be that way you can never just be that one dimensional in football and expect to win a championship Sorry, it's not going to work. Even Trent Dilfer made plays. They had a running game in Baltimore. They they always talked about the defense, but again, not only you know did they have a solid defense, they had all three levels of defense operating tight. Uh, they had all three phases of offense, uh, receivers, you know, running backs, and the quarterback operating efficiently. So again, you need balance. Not not once you know not dominating the running. I mean not not dominating the uh, the uh, on the ground is going to win you the game or the championship necessarily. Uh, they might it might win you a game, but it might, it's not going to win you the championship certainly. And not throwing the ball all around the field is is not they're they're not you know being one dimensional is not conducive to a Super Bowl. Is, is what I'm saying. And on defense, of course. Oh, actually, let's go to receiving. Uh, in terms of that, they were led by Terrell Williams. Uh, he had five catches, 94 yards. Uh, Keenan Allen. Also also did his thing. He has two. He had two catches, 75 yards. He also caught a touchdown. The OG Antonio Gates. Uh, he also caught a touchdown as well. Um, and finally, on defense, they were uh, helped out by the two safeties, uh, Jaleel uh, a day. He had 12 total tackles, and uh, the rookie Derwin James. He had all. He's also had 10 tackles. So the biggest takeaways, at least for me, uh, for the Chargers, is again no balance, uh, no real running game, and it showed. Uh, Philip Rivers, of course, he can make plays uh but again it just you know if you ain't got no balance it's not gonna you know if you can't run that ball you know what difference does it make uh of course during james showed up uh you know he was all over the field making tackles uh but again just you know no real umph from that charter's offense of course we know like again again i'm keep saying for the rivers because he was the only uh bright spot there but um uh, moving on, let's go to the Patriots. Uh, Tom Brady, he had a decent game as well. 34-44, 343 yards. Uh, he also threw for a touchdown. Sony Michelle had a had a you know coming of age game. 120 129 yards and three touchdowns. Ran all over that LA defense. That surprised me the most. I think the biggest takeaway was the Chargers defense choked. It did not come to play because this Patriots team is not really that great offensively, and for them to give up 41 points that's a sign of a team it well maybe who's not really that that great and if if i was kansas city i'd be i'd be worried uh 
Rex Burkhead also ran for a touchdown as well. In terms of receiving, Julian Edelman, he had a turning of the clock uh, type of a performance. Uh, he had 90, uh, he had nine catches, excuse me, uh, for 151 yards. Uh, we also got uh, James White. He got he got his uh. 97 yards. He also got a touchdown as well. So a good game from him. Um, again, very conservative by the Patriots, but again, they get it done. Uh, they score 41 points. Uh, Sony Michelle again. He became a man. He became a man on Sunday, and uh, it it made the Chargers, you know, really look deficient in a lot of ways. And I I thought they. Really, especially had to, especially on the offense. I mean, I was on the defensive end. Uh, don't get me wrong. I I. I don't overlook Keenan Allen, but I don't think he stands out as much to me. He doesn't stand out as much to me. But that defense this whole year, or even Melvin Gordon for that matter, if we're talking on the offense, uh, they don't really stand out to me on a NFL scale, on a league scale. But that defense always has. They had Bosa. They have Bosa. Uh, they got Brandon Weebane over there. And they, of course, got the rookie Derwin James. And for them not to show up at all, again, I think that's the biggest takeaway of the playoffs so far. And uh, finally, for uh, the Patriots on defense, uh, David McCourty. He had uh, seven total tackles. So, you know, again, Patriots move on. And if I'm if I'm a Kansas City Chiefs fan, I'm 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 a little bit worried. I'm a little bit worried. Uh, finally, we got the Eagles and the Saints. Uh, they headed off. Uh, the Saints pulled that one off, twenty to fourteen. Of course, you know a little last second, you know luck from them. Uh, let's go through these stats. Of course, uh, we got Nick Foles going eighteen to thirty one. Uh, 201 yards. He also threw for a touchdown, but threw two interceptions. Uh, but he also ran for a touchdown. And again, I think that's a uh, story of this game to Nick Foles. Uh, he just couldn't come through. Uh, two interceptions, a little bit unlike him, especially given he only threw for one touchdown. Uh, at least if, you know, he threw it for 31 times, you at least uh, expect him to get maybe uh, at least 100 more yards and at least a couple more touchdowns. So, um, you know, not an efficient game from him, and it showed. Um, now there's now there are all these questions. And I'm pretty sure there's gonna be all these questions going into the offseason about him and Carson Wentz. So it's gonna be interesting. Uh, as far as rushing, Wendell Smallwood, uh, he he led the way in terms of yardage, uh, although he didn't score. Uh, he had 33 yards there. Uh, in terms of receiving, you got Alshon Jeffrey. He had five catches for 63 yards. Uh, Jordan Matthews, one of their backups, also caught a touchdown as well. As far as defense, Malcolm. Malcolm Jenkins, excuse me, led the way. He had 10 total tackles. And linebacker Jordan Hicks, uh, he had also had nine total, uh, total tackles. As far as the Saints, uh, Drew Brees, of course, he had a pretty good game. Actually, he had a good game. 200, uh, he went 28 to 38, excuse me, for 301 yards. Uh, he also had two touchdowns and an interception. Uh, as far as rushing, Alvin Kamara led the way. He had 71 yards uh, in total. Mark Ingram had about 50, I think so. I mean, they were able to do their thing. Uh, they didn't look super dynamic, of course, you know, given the final score. Uh, in terms of receiving, Michael Thomas, he had 12 catches, 171 yards, and a touchdown. And on defense, they were helped out by Demario Davis. He had eight total tackles. And, uh, of course, Marcus Lattimore, he had the monster game. Well, pretty much a monster game if we're talking from a cover standpoint. He had only had, he only had four total tackles, but he had two interceptions off Nick Foles. So, good game from him. So, that means we are at the conference championship. For the AFC, that leaves uh, the Chiefs and the Patriots and for the NFC that leaves LA and the Saints and these are both rematches from uh, the regular season these are both interesting uh, 
I'm not gonna um I'm not gonna pick a favorite for either game. I'm just gonna just break down a few keys for victory I see uh, for every team. Uh, as far as uh, the AFC Championship for the Chiefs, of course, Patty Mahomes he's gonna have to step up. They have home field advantage. Of course, it's gonna be nine degrees there, so you know maybe passing is not gonna be you know the the hallmark of that game, uh, which would lead me to say. Then, then Damian Williams, uh, all eyes are going to be on him. Is he, you know, the back, is he the back to be? Is he going to be the replacement for Kareem Hunt? Is he going to give the Chiefs some type of hope to look forward to in the offseason? Uh, we don't know. Uh, but this will be, you know, a game that they're going to be relying on him a lot more because that passing game in, a, in a, an environment like that, I'm not too sure about when and if that's going to play a factor out there. But uh, definitely going to be running the ball. And uh, with that being said, maybe some play action. I definitely would, uh, would see them, you know, trying to do some play action. Defensively, they're an enigma to me because I was not expecting them to give up just 13 points like that. So um, it's with that being said, I don't know if they I don't know if they contain Tom Brady per se. Uh, I think Tom Brady, he's able to throw for some yardage, but I don't think they, they probably don't break as much, again, because we're talking about nine degrees, and then I'll give them the fact that they're going to be at home. It means so much more. Um, it would mean a lot for them to win it, so I know there's a lot on the line, so I'm going to get me, and I and I think if, if, a, if, if any position or if any side of the ball in terms of football, I would say could be is really influenced by emotion and just, you know, drive and ambition. It has to be defense. So, you know, I, I give them a plus there. They're going to have to make plays. They're going to have to definitely sack Tom Brady a couple times and most importantly, create turnovers. As far as the Patriots, of course, uh, if anything, if Tom, if, if I'm Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, this business as usual, despite this, the, the starting cast, we've seen them do, uh, do just a, do just as much with, you know, just about the same type of quality of cast members. So this is, you know, again, this is business as usual. Uh, Tom Brady, of course, is going to have to do his thing, be able to get, well, well, not this again, it's going to be difficult because they don't really have a, a great running game between the tackles. And I think Damian Williams being a downhill runner, runner is a, a good advantage for Kansas City. Uh, they definitely have a scat back with James White, uh, but the thing is, it's gonna be super cold, you know. But again, they can do some things, you know. They got some magic, and if I trust me, as a Raider fan, Kansas City, do not be aware, be aware of the of the of the New England cheap play. And what I mean is, yeah, I don't, I, I mean it just like it said, just like I said it. It's not going to be a trick play. No, it's, they're going to cheat. Beware of them cheating. I've seen them in the snow. I have memories of them being in the snow, and it's bad. So they and playing on the, and, you know, no, nah, look out. Don't be, don't be, don't be, don't be, you know, shocked. Uh, so moving on, I, I, like I said, I can't pick a favorite, but those are my keys to victory for those guys. As far as the Eagles and the Rams are concerned, uh, I definitely see the Rams. Uh, Establish into some type of running game. Uh, they're going to try to test uh, New Orleans defense early. Uh, the question there is, well, 
I'm not too sure if the game is going to be, well, for me right now, uh, once I figure this out, I'll, I'll be able to determine, uh, I'll be able to have one determinant factor for me. But I'm trying, I need to figure out whether or not the game is going to be inside or outside in L.A. If it's going to be in that dome, oof. Uh... I, I mean, if it's gonna be in the dome, I could see, I could see a offensive shootout. If it's outside, uh, I could see it being a little bit more running oriented, and therefore LA would have some advantages. Of course, CJ Anderson and uh, Ty Gurley can have to have to uh, come to play, and I like the kind of back the 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 tandem that they become. They're looking like a a junior. Um, Alvin Kamara and uh, Mark Ingram, you know, with um, CJ Anderson being the power back, and uh, you know, you got. Todd really being more of a scat back who can catch a little bit, who can run on the outside. So they're looking really tight there. Uh, Jared Goff is going to have to come to play. He's been looking ugly the past couple of games. And uh, but what I will tell you is despite them looking, you know, him looking ugly personally, the Saints don't have the greatest secondary. And you can make plays on Eli Apple. So if Jared Goff can make plays, that's what they're going to have to do to win. I mean that Jared Goff is gonna have to is gonna have to be clutch and gonna have to make plays on third down and have to score with his arm. Uh, as far as the Saints, of course, Drew Brees has to have a masterful game, one of those turn turning back the clock type of games. I feel the Rams are gonna rev it up because they have a good, efficient running game. Uh, their receivers, again, they're just waiting on they're just waiting on Jared Goff to have a good game. So if they get if they can get it clicking. Uh, I think New Orleans is in for a fight, definitely in for a slobber knocker. Uh, as far as defensively, they definitely have a good, solid defense. Both these teams have solid defensive lines. I think that the the, the one of the biggest matchups is going to be in the trenches. Um, you know, the Saints have Cam Jordan, uh, and as far as the the Rams, they got Michael Brockers and Indomitian Sue. But there's a couple. There's a, there's more guys on that Saints defense that I just can't name right now. So it should be a solid matchup again. Uh, but for now, I'm going to wrap it up for today. Uh, when we do come back, like I said, uh, we're going to get more into this Trump and Russia uh, collusion case that Robert Mueller is, of course, uh, tr- tracking down. Of course, I wanted to bring up that drug situation uh, with him in a minor uh, that people want to, you know, disregard because it's not R. Kelly. And uh, we're going to also go over the top 25 in college basketball. And, oh, Manny Machado is in the news. Uh, He's close to making a signing. Uh, He's been offered a contract by the White Sox. Uh, He still has an offer from the Phillies, and I believe he still has to visit them. So I will be reporting that to you guys ASAP as well. So if anybody hasn't... Oh, before I let you guys go... um. If you like the channel, well, first and foremost, uh, I needed to, uh, I wanted to tell you guys, I'm going to be setting up a Facebook page for Never Out of Bounds for the show. I realized that it's hard. It might be hard for everybody to uh, get in contact with me, especially since there's nothing visual here on this show. So I finally came up with a brilliant idea just in a, well, about an hour ago to say, oh, well, let me make a Facebook page entirely devoted to the actual show where I put out all my links for the Instagram, for my Snapchat, for, my, for of course, the Facebook as well, and for, you know, of course, this channel. Um, also... I also uh, recently uh, made a PayPal account, so if anybody uh, is comfortable, if anybody uh, would like, anything would be, you know, appreciated, please send 
uh, if you'd like, please send a donation. Um, I more so want to have some more interaction here, of course. Uh, that is the main thing. So I'm making the, the Facebook page ASAP. Uh, I want to have a more visual presence. Uh, but again, uh, if what you know, the content that I put out is is sounds good to you, uh, this is something that you would recommend to others. Please uh, don't don't uh, don't uh, be afraid to give a little. Uh, donation it helps out a lot not necessarily to keep me afloat i don't really need it but more so to help the channel and for me to really be able to put some more resources into this including time uh so that would be appreciated again uh you can you can uh, find that paypal under my gmail account e that'll be elj butler uh, at gmail.com elj butler 75 at gmail.com that's elj butler 75 at gmail.com of course if you want to reach me directly through my email you can reach me there as well uh anybody with a startup or a new or new artist anybody looking to break some new music please let me know i can play your music here do not worry about uh anything for that i just really if anything the most the most important thing is i really want to start uh, connecting and starting to be more interactive with this channel. I'm trying to push uh, full steam ahead and getting this on YouTube. So definitely the donations do help. Again, it's not necessarily to keep me afloat. I don't need it. It's more so for the channel and getting this up off the ground. Because again, this is uh, something I'm serious about, something I'm really serious about pursuing as a full-time career so this is not just a hobby this is not just me just oh just talking all shit all day you know roasting Gavin Newsom and Kanye West no I would really like to go forward with this and if this leads to you know other employment within the same type of field yes this that would be perfect too I'm um, just using this as a vessel to enhance you know my personal self of course and to connect with other people so please uh, take the time to check me out uh, on on Facebook, L Jamal Johnny. That's E L J A M A H A D J A N I. Same thing for the Instagram. You can also hit me up on Snapchat at J Butler. Again, if you want to hit my direct email, that is E L J Butler seventy five at gmail dot com. That is also for the PayPal as well. If you'd like to make a donation, and again, I'm just trying to um just trying to start something new and uh, make make a I, I wanted to bring a form together for people my age not just necessarily blacks but white people anybody uh trying to do something positive again like i said if you're if you need a shout out if you're a new uh business a new startup you need a shout out please let me know i'm not asking for a paid sponsorship for that i will give you a shout out on gp because i want to see you strive i want to put your name out there this is positivity this is not about me making a dollar but uh again i just want to connect with everybody i'm just trying to put my put the news out there as as at least i see it being where i'm at in my stage of life and hopefully share these stories and uh bring all these stories together as well so look out for the facebook page i will be notifying you when that's up and again look out my look check out my my all my other social media so i'm i'm available i'm available to talk 24 7 i'm not hiding so as you can see that's why i made an instagram because i'm not hiding i'm not like cd fury i don't need to hide behind a facebook uh, uh just a uh, just videos all day you can see me in real life i have pictures you can judge and judge for yourself what i look like hey
I don't care. But anyways, yes, this is this. I'm trying to be as interpersonal as possible. This is part of me elevating. This is part of me, you know, quote unquote, growing up. That's what you call it. This is, you know, saying me saying, hey, to you, please, let's let's say hey back. And, oh, and thank you for the people that already do connect with me and already, you know, we talk. Of course, it's not for y'all. But again, I'm just trying to expand a little bit. So don't worry so much about the donation, but please interact. Please hit me up. Message me. Talk to me. Leave a comment on my Facebook. It's all good. I will respond to you. All right, y'all. Once again, this is El Jamal signing off. Peace out.